Guys, I'm so excited to see you. For those of you that are online, welcome uh, to Ridgepoint Church. It is so good to have you guys today. We are in the last part, the fourth part of our series called This Is Us. And in this series, we're talking about the mission that God has called Ridgepoint Church to. Specifically, he designs all of us for a specific mission, a specific way that we reach the world for him, for God. And so he's called us to this particular mission. 90% of the people in Floyd County, 90% of the people in Floyd County, that's 31,500 people, are likely they, they don't know Jesus. They don't attend church. They likely don't know Jesus as well. 31,500 people in Floyd County alone. And our ministry and our mission is not just for Floyd County, but that's a big number, right? That's a big number. 90% of Floyd Countyans uh, do not attend church and likely don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, how do we plan? How do we plan to lead the people in Floyd County in our region and in, in all around our world in a thriving relationship with Jesus Christ? How do we plan to do that? Isn't that what we're called to do? Isn't that what we're called to do? We're not just called to sit here. We're called to action. God calls us to action in his kingdom. Uh, I, one of the preachers that I really like to listen to said, we are plan A, there is no plan B. We are plan A, there is no plan B. God has called us to action. How are we going to do that? Ridgepoint Church, listen, Ridgepoint Church exists so that more people experience transforming relationships through Jesus Christ. This is us. That's just something I get excited about. We exist so that more people experience transforming relationships through Jesus Christ. And so, listen, we've unpacked this over the past few weeks, and I'm just going to kind of do a quick recap, okay? Just so that we're all on the same page, everyone knows what's going on. This is who we are. This is us at Ridgepoint Church. And let me be very clear about something, very clear about something. This is not a new, this is nothing new for us, okay? This is this is nothing new for Ridgepoint Church. This is not a new direction. This is clarity. We've just gained clarity about who God has called us to be from the very beginning. As we asked God, as we prayerfully considered and asked God for, for clarity about who we are, you know, COVID threw us for a curveball, right? Threw us a curveball. COVID just threw everyone a curveball. And so we had to start stepping back and asking the question, who are we? How do we reach people? This is what God has called us to do, but how do we do that post-COVID or in the middle of COVID or in the middle of all of the tension in the world today, everything that's happening, uh, unrest in our nation, political junk, all this stuff. How do we reach people? And so we started asking God, give us clarity on how we can reach people for you. And as we, as we ask God for that particular clarity, we realize that we exist so that more people experience transforming relationships through Jesus Christ. And you know that first phrase, so that more people, so that more people, that particular phrase is the representation of the Great Commission, right? A representation of the Great Commission, so that more people, we're all called to make disciples, folks. 
And that's not just a sect of people that we put on a team in Ridgepoint Church and say, okay, here are the disciple makers. No, all of us that have been called into the kingdom of God have been called to make more disciples. So we exist so that more people. And this next part is, is all about transformation. You know, we all need to be transformed from something to something greater. Amen? None of us have arrived, Josh. None of us have arrived and we can say, okay, we're good. We're good. I know all things. I'm perfect in all ways. Now, that may be the persona that some of us give out to other folks, but that's not true. The truth is we all need to be transformed at all sections of our lives, all stages of our lives. We have something that we need to give to God and allow us to be transformed into something greater. So we need to be transformed. That's the next part of this. It's We are called to make more disciples. We exist so that more people and that we all have a need to be transformed from something to something greater. And at Ridgepoint Church, at Ridgepoint Church, we happen to believe that transformation comes through relationships. We believe that transformation comes through relationships. First, our relationship with God. First and foremost, transformation can't happen Unless our relationship with God is intact. So, number one, transformation comes through our relationship with God. But transformation also comes through our relationships with each other. It also comes through our relationships with each other. So we believe that we are better together, Ridgepoint Church. We believe that we are better together. The next thing that we did is we outlined some values. And what we call these are behavioral values. These are things that that kind of that kind of we we invest in. We say this is what we value. Therefore, this is how we're going to behave because if we behave this particular way, if we value this particular thing, it's going to help us reach more people for Jesus Christ. And so we just outline these particular values. If you call Ridgepoint Church home, or if you want to be a part of this family, maybe you've been visiting, maybe you've been visiting online, and you want to uh, give Ridgepoint Church a try and be a part of this particular family, this is how we roll. If, you want to, one, if you're wondering, what do we do? What do we do here at Ridgepoint Church? Or how do we behave? Or how do we act? Or what do we value? Guys, this is, this is how we roll at Ridgepoint Church. We believe that, that what we value and how we behave, they're important. They're really important. If you do these things, if we value these things, if we behave in this particular way, then we believe that we can be successful in reaching the 31,500 people in Floyd County that don't know Jesus Christ as their Savior. That, my friends, is what it's about for us. First, the first thing that, that we talked about, what we value, these are behavioral values, is that we love differently at Ridgepoint Church. We love differently at Ridgepoint Church. We're a community of people who love all through our actions, our attitudes, and our words. Like we love everyone. It doesn't matter uh, how much money you have. It doesn't matter what kind of car you drove in here today in. It doesn't matter what you have on your breath right now. It doesn't matter where you were last night. We love you. We expect you here at Ridgepoint Church and you are accepted at Ridgepoint Church. We won't just say that we love you. We're going to show you that we care deeply for you through our actions, our words, and our attitudes. Love differently also means that we're going to go out into the world. We're not just going to love people, Trent, right here in the church. We're actually going to take it out in the world, right? That's a weird kind of thing these days, isn't it? 
We're not just going to love people in this room. We're actually going to take it out into the world. If you call Ridgepoint Church home and you're part of this family, this is how we roll. So when you go out into the community, folks are like, there's something different about that person. There's something different about that person. We take that love into our actions out into the world. That's how we love differently. We aren't just going to say that we're Christians. We're going to represent Christ and love people in Food City. We're going to love people in, we're going to love people in Walmart, right? We're going to love people in Walmart. We're going to love people in our works workplaces. We're also going to love people differently as we give tips at Billy Ray's, aren't we? Aren't we? How many of you are tired of hearing waitresses and waiters say, "I hate working on Sundays because those people that go to church, they don't tip." Like what is that? Why would we want to be known as those people? <laughs> right? That's a free gift, Josh. Guys, listen, we don't we want to we want folks to question what is what's different about that guy? What's different about that lady? Well, you know at Richpoint Church, they love differently than everyone else. The next thing is at Ridgepoint Church, we grow. Man, this is one of our values. This is one of our, our, our values. We grow. Like we take responsibility for our own faith. At Ridgepoint Church, we take responsibility for our own spiritual growth. We, we grow better together. There's no question. We grow better together. I believe that with everything in me. But we also take responsibility for our own personal growth. Like we take responsibility for it. We're actively, if you call Ridgepoint Church home, if you're part of this family, you're actively investing in your prayer life. Amen. You're actively investing in reading the word of God and studying the word of God. If you call Ridgepoint Church home, you are actively investing in spiritual growth. We're reading the right books. Listen, it's okay to read some books. We're listening to the right preachers. I'm not offended if you listen to other preachers. Okay, we are listening to the right folks. We're reading the right material. We're growing spiritually. We're reading God's word. We're talking to God. So we grow. We love differently. We grow. The next thing is we live real. Guys, I've said this from day one. If you're expecting me to come up here every week and put my little, not this mask that I have in my pocket, but my, my, my uh, physical, my, my, what do you call that? My spiritual mask and make sure everyone thinks that I'm perfect and I don't sin. That's not me. It's just not me. I want to be authentic. I want to be real. I want you to know that it's okay for you to be real as well. It's, it, there's struggles in this life, guys. We struggle every day. And we sin every day. We can't help it. Paul says, the things that I want to do, I don't do. But the things that I don't want to do, I do them all the time. Like, it's just, it's so contrary to what we really, truly want deep down. But we live real at Ridgepoint Church. We're honest about who we are so that God can transform us. There's a so that in there. We're honest about who we are so that God can transform us in who he wants us to be. God won't bless who we pretend to be. I love saying that. He just won't. He won't bless who we pretend to be. Authenticity and realness are the foundations for transformation by God. We don't put our mask on and act like we don't sin. We're honest about who we are. Because we believe that it allows God to transform us and it's going to allow us to connect with others that are far from God and in need of transformation themselves. It just allows us to connect to more people. Last week, my good friend Cindy 
and mentor. Uh, last week, she laid out two final values that we want to talk about really quickly. At Ridgepoint Church, we think legacy. Ridgepoint Church, we think legacy. We live our faith out loud to make an impact on generations to come. We have approximately 936 weeks from birth to graduation. My son just, just celebrated his fourth birthday, and I've cried literally all week long. I, I just can't understand how he is four years old already. I just can't understand it. And those of you that have kids that are in high school, some of you have kids that just graduated high school, and it's, I can't imagine what you're going through and praying for you. You pray for me as, as our kids just get older. But, but three, 936 weeks from birth to graduation, approximately, we are hyper-intentional about taking that time to invest in young people and partner with their parents so that, so that each student will be prepared to live life on mission when they graduate. We, there's all these statistics out there that say that, that when, when kids graduate from high school, they leave the church. And they don't come back until they're 30s, some of them 30s, 40s, 50s. Guys, we don't want that to happen at Ridgepoint Church. Chase and Lexi are giving their lives at Ridgepoint Church right now so that kids that graduate high school don't leave the church. And don't leave their relationship with Jesus Christ. We invest we want every student to have a heart that belongs, a mind that responds to Jesus, and a life that reflects Christ. We use curriculum called orange, and the church is represented by a red circle, and parents are represented by a yellow circle. When those two things come together, they make the color orange. We partner with parents to make a bigger impact on the next generation. When the church and the parents come together, to partner together to make an impact on a student, on a child, on a kid, on the next generation, we're unstoppable. We think legacy at Ridgepoint Church. And the last thing, the last value that we have is we celebrate stories. We want an atmosphere at Ridgepoint Church of celebration. We want to celebrate the great big story that Jesus Christ loved us so much that he came to earth. He died on the cross for our sins. And so we celebrate that calls us into reconciliation, calls us back into a relationship with God the Father. We celebrate that big story. Do we deserve that? Absolutely not. But he gives us that gift freely. And so we celebrate that great big story. But here's the other thing. We celebrate you and your story as well. As long as you have breath in your lungs, God is not finished with you yet. He's not finished with you yet. And so we want to celebrate the story that God is writing in your life. We want to celebrate that. So, so guys, we love differently at Ridgepoint Church. We grow at Ridgepoint Church. We live real at Ridgepoint Church. We think about legacy. We think of the next generation at Ridgepoint Church. And we celebrate God's big story and all the little stories that he is continuing to write. That's how we behave. Like, that's who we are at Ridgepoint Church. This is us, guys. So how are we going to do this? And that's kind of where I want to land for a few minutes today. I, I, I will do my best not to take too much of your time. But this is where we land. How are we going to succeed in doing these things? How are we going to succeed? A plan is only as good as its execution, right? We can have all the plans in the world, but if we don't put this into action, we don't succeed. We've outlined three key words that will lead us to success in what God has called us to do. These are things that we want you to be able to, to remember. And so we simplify them as much as possible so that we can remember what we're supposed to do 
in order to succeed in the mission that God has called us to. When we know why we exist, when we've identified some important behavioral values and how, how we're going to behave, and when we do these three things, when we, we live out what God has called us to do, we are going to succeed in the mission that God has called us to. Guys, at Ridgepoint Church, we gather, we grow, and we go. Can y'all say that with me? We gather, we grow, and we go. That's how we're going to succeed. We gather, we grow, and we go. We gather together to connect and engage with others. We gather together to connect and engage with others. We grow together in, and individually. Like we have this atmosphere of growth individually and collectively. And then we go. Then we go. We take what we know. We take what we're learning. We take our testimony and we put it into action in the world. That's how we're going to succeed, folks. It's not rocket science. This is how we're going to succeed. We're going to gather, grow, and go. The writer of Ecclesiastes writes that there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. As it goes, we aren't reinventing the wheel here. We're not reinventing the wheel. There's, there's nothing new under the sun. As a matter of fact, Jesus used this strategy too. Like over 2,000 years ago when Jesus came to earth, he used this strategy as well. He gathered his disciples together, gathered his people together, and then he taught them things that were important. He helped them grow in faith. He helped them grow in trust of him and God the Father. And then you know what he did? He sent them out. They gathered together to grow so that they could go into the world and be his disciples, making other disciples. Guys, there's nothing new under the sun. We're not reinventing the wheel. I'm going to outline these really quick for you. First thing is this, we gather. We gather together. The writer of Hebrews says it like this. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Guys, at Ridgepoint Church, we gather together to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. You see how that works? We gather everyone together so that we can motivate each other to acts of love and to good works. We meet together to encourage one another. Like, I don't know about you, and for those of you that are home right now, man, I love you guys. We love you so much. And one day, this will be over, and we're all going to be able to gather again. Until then, continue joining us online. But you, the, you guys that are here sitting right now in this room, you know you know what it's like to gather together. You know what it's like to not gather together. When we come into this room, when we come into this place, and we exalt the name of Jesus, man, there is strength in that. There is comfort in that. There is peace in that. There's encouragement and hope in gathering together so that we can worship God together. There's just something about gathering together. Something about that is just so, so amazing. If COVID has taught us anything, it's that we desperately need community. We desperately need community with other believers. It's great being able to worship from home. And again, for those of you that are still home, it's okay. I promise it's okay for you to continue to stay home. We want you to be comfortable. We know that it's okay. And, and I think during times like we've had, we had, to, we had to cancel services in person. 
We just had to. And our leadership, for better or for worse, we've made the decision because we felt like that's best. But as we open up, as we come back together, folks, there's encouragement in this. There's hope found in coming together like we are right now. I'm sure that we can all agree that, yes, it's, it's good to be able to find the Word of God from the comfort of your couch. But those of you that are online right now, I know that you'll, you'll preach this as well. There's no substitution for gathering together. And truly, that's how God planned it. You know what Jesus said about this? Check this out. He said this, Matthew 18, 20. For where two or three are gathered together, as my followers, I am there among them. Hey, guys, Jesus is among us. Amen? Jesus is among us. Amen? Like, aren't you excited about that? Jesus is among us. When we gather together, Jesus himself is among us. And is there a better reason for us to gather together? Do we need another reason to gather together? If that was it, that's all we need. We gather together. We gather together. Yes, we should worship and pray alone. Yes, we need our quiet time so that we can experience God alone in our closets as we, as we pray. Jesus teaches us in Matthew 6.6. 6, that, but he tells us that it's important for us to go into our prayer closets and, and just pray so no one hears us. But something amazing happens when the body of Christ, which is you and me, something amazing happens when we gather together. We motivate one another to acts of good works and love. We encourage each other as we connect and engage with one another. And I'm telling you what, I can't wait to get those stinking barriers out of the, the lobby so that we can go out there and have a cup of coffee and some white donuts with each other and enjoy each other. Amen? Amen? I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. It's so important. In order to succeed in the mission that God has called us to, we must gather together. First thing. Second thing is this. We must grow. Now this one, it's one of our behavioral values as well. And so we've talked quite a bit about it. And I'm not going to talk too much more about it. Uh, but we've spent significant amount of time talking about why it's important to grow and how we grow. If you call Ridgepoint Church home, you take responsibility for your own faith journey. Guys, I can lead you as your pastor. I can lead you and I hope I teach you something. That's my prayer. I hope that I equip you with something and many things that you can use in your faith journey. But if the only time that you experience the Word of God, if the only time that you hear the Word of God or pray is when you're in this room, it's not enough. Amen. It's not enough. If you call Ridgepoint Church home, you take responsibility for your own personal growth. And there are so many ways that we can do that, and I can't wait to unleash all these things that we have in mind coming into this year. So many ways that you can do that. You're actively, intentionally working to grow your faith and working to grow your relationship with God. And you're working to grow your relationships with one another. No one should walk in this room feeling alone. And no one definitely should walk out of this room feeling alone. We have to actively invest in relationships with one another. And I know COVID, I know COVID has thrown us a curveball. And that's difficult sometimes when you have your mask on and when you have to social distance. But I promise you the end of this is coming soon. The end of this is coming soon and I can't wait. And we don't even have to wait. 
You know what? You can ask for someone's phone number and call them up if you want to. You can go out in the lobby or go outside and stand six feet apart and talk to someone. Like, you can do those things. We don't have to wait. I've said this before, but, but, if, you are, um, but if you are growing as a follower of Jesus Christ, then you're actively praying, you're actively studying the Word, and you're actively doing what it says. James 1.22 says, don't just listen to the Word. Don't just listen to God's Word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. Well, we want to live real at Ridge Point Church, so we don't want to fool ourselves. We want to listen to the Word, read the Word, study the Word, and then... And then do what it says. Not only here, we take steps at Ridgepoint Church. We get involved and we do things that will draw us closer to God. And we do things that will draw us closer to one another. We join Ridgepoint groups. Man, I'm so excited about having groups open up at Ridgepoint Church. So excited about moving in that direction. That's going to happen very soon. I'm going to talk about it in just a few moments. But I'm so excited about what's happening. We serve together at Ridgepoint Church. Listen. If you're not serving together, if you're not joining a serving team or you're not serving outside the walls of the church, then there's so much more potential to your growth as a follower of Christ. Because being a follower of Christ is putting your service into action in serving the the church and serving the world. As a follower of Christ, we take steps. We join our kids team. We think about legacy and we take steps to join our kids team. And, and, and invest in the lives of young people for a thousand, impacting a thousand generations. We sign up to be an ambassador on social media uh, for the church. We all know that you're, you guys are already on social media every day, okay? So why don't you sign up to be an ambassador for the church and actually post some positive things for once? How about it? That didn't go as qu- quite as funny as I thought it was going to go, but I apologize. <laughs> We're already on there anyway. Why don't we do something to sow some hope? On Facebook and Instagram and social media. If you call Ridgepoint Church home, we do things to grow. We're not going to grow by just sitting here or sitting at home listening to the sermon and listening to the worship music. How many of you seriously, by a show of hands, by a show of hands, everyone in the room right now, how many of you want a closer relationship with Jesus Christ? Raise your hand. If you're watching online this morning, if you, how many of you want a relationship closer with Jesus Christ. Just put a little hands emoji or something in the live feed right now. Listen, every one of us, if we are a follower of Christ, should want to grow closer to Christ. And so we're going to do things to grow closer to Christ. Listen, listen. You're saying today, I want to do things to grow closer to God. I want to be more active in following Christ. In just a few moments, in just a few moments, I'm going to explain more about this card that you all received when you came through the, the front of the, of the church today. I'm going to explain more about that. And this is going to be a step that you can take today to grow closer to Christ. You can do the same thing online. I'll tell you about it in just a moment. In order to succeed in helping people experience transforming relationships in Jesus Christ, we must continue to grow. We must continue to grow. So we gather, we grow, and then the last thing is we go. We don't just stop at gathering. And we don't just stop at growing. But we actually go put it into action. This is, this is a fun one, folks. This is actually, some of us stop at the, at the growing. 
And we don't actually go. We don't actually put it into action. This one is the most fun. All of my life, every church that I've been in, including Ridgepoint Church at times, we've been pretty good. We've been pretty good at gathering, especially when there's food involved. Amen? We've been pretty good. As, amen. Come on now. We've been pretty good at gathering. And we're pretty good at growing as well. Most churches, including Ridgepoint Church, have been really good about teaching the Bible. That's important. And teaching the Word of God. Teaching us how that we should live. In connection to God. We're pretty good at, at those things. For the most part, we have an atmosphere of serving in this church. We just haven't had as many opportunities during COVID. But here's where we fall short, guys. Here's where we fall short. We fall short in the go department. We fall short in the go department. We gather, we grow, but oftentimes it ends there. Oftentimes it ends there. We have such a hard time taking our faith and our servant attitudes and our love for God and others out the front doors of this church. We have such a hard time with that. Not just here at Rich Point Church, but churches all across the world. It's really easy for us as followers of Christ while we're here at church to, to worship the Lord and raise our hands and get excited about what's going on. But the rubber meets the road when we get to our jobs. The rubber meets the road when we get to the restaurants, when we get home with our families. Are we actually going to take Jesus out of these four walls of the church and into the world with us? Check out what Jesus once said uh, um, about his work. When his work was complete here on earth. It's really important. This is the last thing he said to us as he ascended into heaven. The Bible says this, Matthew 28. says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go... And make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey the commands that I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And guys, how, Jesus, I mean, how can you deny what he said? He said, go. He said, go. And while you're going, make disciples. Baptize people in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Oftentimes we leave our Christian hat here at the church. And when we go into the world, we don't take Jesus with us. That's just, that's a sad reality. We're real at Ridgepoint Church, so I'm going to preach realness, okay? All right. Let's just be real. Let's don't act like that we're perfect when we get out of these four walls. Folks, listen. The most important thing that we can do with our lives is to go and make disciples. Can I say that again? The most important thing that we can do with our lives is to go and make disciples. That's what Jesus said. We gather to hear the word of God to encourage each other and to spur each other to good works. We grow by taking responsibility for our own faith and serving together. But it doesn't end there. We must take what we've learned and go into the world and make more of us. Make more of us. Make more disciples. Paul says it like this. Timothy 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 2, 2 says, You have heard me teach these things that have been confirmed by many reliable sources. Now, teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. You see how that works, guys? Listen, we are supposed to teach others what we know. You may say to me today, Well, I don't know much. It's okay. It's a, you don't have to be a biblical scholar. He says to teach what you know. Teach what you know. It isn't rocket science. You don't have to have a theology degree. 
to make disciples. You know what you have to do in order to make disciples? You know what you have to do? You must have a willing heart to go and simply tell what you know. Simply tell what you know. Every single one of us that is a follower of Jesus Christ has a story. We all have a story. We all have a testimony of where God has brought us from and where God has brought us to. And if the only thing that you can tell anybody is your story, that's okay. Right? That's okay because all of us, none of us, none of us are worthy of what God has given us. So if the only thing you can do is say, I was a wretched sinner, desperately in need of salvation, and look at what God has done in my life. And just start naming off all the things. Amen? Just start naming off. Look what God has done. Look what God has done. Look what God has done. God, that's all he's asking for is a willing heart to go and tell people about him. We must take God out into the world. That's how we're going to succeed, folks. When we gather, we grow, and we go, we're going to reach the 31,500 people in Floyd County that likely do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. When we gather and we grow and we go, we'll be connecting with our friends and our neighbors that are far from God. When we gather, we grow, and we go, we'll be taking the gospel to the nations, to the unreached people groups, because we're going to be going to make more disciples. When we gather, grow, and go, we'll be living out the unique mission that God has called Rich Point Church to. When we gather, and we grow, and we go. This is it, folks. This is us. This is what God has called us to. And this is who we are. And I, for one, I'm so thankful for the clarity that God has brought us and given to us. And the question I have for you today is, are you ready to change the world? Are you ready to change the world? I want to invite the worship folks to come up. And I want you to ponder that question just for a moment. You're watching online today. You're sitting in this room today. Are you ready to change the world for Jesus Christ. Today, today, today you can take a step to reach your aunt, your uncle, your co-worker, your brother. How about your sister that doesn't know Jesus Christ? How about your co-worker or your boss? How many times have you sat back and thought, man, I wish my boss would find Jesus? <laughs> Amen? <laughs> Bless you, brother. How many of us? Guess what? We are plan A and there is no plan B. We are plan A and there is no plan B. We gather, we grow, and we go so that we can impact the world for Jesus Christ. Guys, so much this year has happened. 2020. So much has happened. Many times I sat around thinking... What are, what are people doing that don't know Jesus? Like, what, what are people doing that don't know Jesus? How are they making it? <laughs> we have the answer. We have the answer. Are we sharing it with other people? Gather, grow, and go. Guys, today, today, you're watching online. I want you, we're going to talk about this card really quick. 
All of you guys, you're using it as fans right now. It's okay. I feel like we're back in the Pentecostal church in the 1980s. It's okay to just throw that up there, use it as a fan or a funeral, right? That happens at a funeral. Anyway, you're watching online. There's a link that's getting ready to pop up on your screen. Click that link and you can check this card out as well. Guys, this card, this card, if you're, if you're here with us today, this card is your first step. It's your first step in 2021. Some of you guys are serving at Ridgepoint Church already, and that's awesome. If you're not, or if you're not actively involved at Ridgepoint Church, today could be your first step in 2021. To take an active role in this family, to help more people experience transforming relationships through Jesus Christ. Today could be that day when you take that step to help more people experience transforming relationships. This card is simple. I'd love for every person here today. I'd love for every person here today and watching online to fill this out. And right on each corner of the stage, in a moment when we have our response time, you can bring them down, just drop them, drop them in the baskets, okay? Be careful of social distancing, but just drop them in the baskets. Listen, this card's simple. It says this, Rich Point Church exists so that more people experience transforming relationships through Jesus Christ. Then it says, I want to be a part of that exclamation point. So today you're declaring, I want to be a part of helping more people experience transforming relationships through Jesus Christ. I want to be a part of that. And then it says, I'd like to. And then there's all kinds of boxes. It says, check all that apply. If you want to check all five of them, that's awesome. Number one is, I want to talk to someone about baptism. If you're here today, you've never talked to someone, or you're listening online, you've never been baptized, I'd love to talk to you about baptism. Check that mark right beside of that box. Or check that box, I'd love to talk to you about baptism. Maybe you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus as your Savior. Number two says, I want to talk to someone about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Check that second box. I'd love to talk with you. Number three is discover my spiritual gifts. Some of you here today, maybe you're a new Christian or maybe you've been in the church all your life and you have no idea what your gifts are. You have no idea what God has uniquely gifted you with in order to be a part of the body of Christ. I want to help you find what your spiritual gifts are. Check that box. The fourth one is join a serving team. You're at Ridgepoint Church. Maybe you're online. It doesn't exclude you guys at all. There's so many opportunities. You can put your area of interest on where you would like to serve. The first thing, social media. We're going to call this a visual media. Because, guys, you can be an ambassador for Christ and an ambassador for this church on social media. During the live stream, graphics, posting graphics, posting encouraging words, whatever that looks like. You can do that. You can be a part of the media team, those folks that sit on the back row back there, all the way in the main back, up above everyone, putting the lyrics up on the screens and the sermon and the, putting the, the, the live stream out so that folks at home can watch it, doing the lights and the sound, all that. You can be a part of that team. You can be a part of Rich Point Kids or Rich Point Students, folks. That's an opportunity. That's an opportunity. I'm not here today asking you and saying that we need help. I'm giving you an opportunity to be a blessing and, and experience a blessing that comes along with helping kids and students know Jesus is their friend forever. 
hospitality. There are folks, listen, when church gets opened up completely, there are folks that, that take care of making sure that the white powder donuts are out there, making sure that the coffee's ready every Sunday morning. Like those folks, that's a, that's a blessing, guys. It's a blessing. First impressions. Folks that come in for the very first time. Like we want to connect with those folks. Let them know that they are accepted. Let them know that they are expected here. Outreach ministry. What we're doing outside the four walls. Now, we don't just designate a group of people and say, hey, you guys go be the hands and feet of Jesus on behalf of the church. No. When you sign up to do outreach ministry, you're saying, hey, I want to help organize opportunities for the rest of the church to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ in our community. Security. There are folks, guys, we live in a crazy world. There are folks that, that we need to have in place in certain areas to make sure that all of us stay safe when we're here. You can serve on that team. Worship ministry. Those folks that lead us to the throne room of God every single week. And you don't have to stand on this stage to be a part of worship ministry either. So again, that's my spill. That's my spill. I want you guys in a moment, in a moment, if you haven't already, fill this card out. Fill it. There's Oh, the last one. Join a group. That's a big one. That's a big one. Join a Ridgepoint group. Some people call these small groups. Some people call these life groups. Some people call these home groups. These are the groups that we try to make sure that everyone gets connected to or everyone has a chance to get connected to. This is where we get encouragement. This is where we grow together as the body of Christ. Week to week. And you want to join a group. That's a big deal, guys. My goal, I'll be honest with you as a pastor, my goal is to see every single person that is connected to Ridgepoint Church in a Ridgepoint group. That's my goal. I want to see it, and I believe it can happen. I believe it can happen. Moving on. Fill this out today. If you're online, click that link and make sure that you fill that out for me today. Please do. Someone's going to get in contact with you today or tomorrow and make sure that you know uh, that everything went through well and that we will be moving forward and connecting you with whatever it is that you sign up for on this card. Guys, this is us. This is our family. This is how we roll. If you're part of Ridgepoint Church, you call Ridgepoint Church home. This is who we are. This is us, and this is what God is calling us to do right now in 2021 in January. We want to make an impact for Jesus Christ. And I hope that you want that as well.